Welcome, welcome back, everyone. This is Reverginize, the unofficial fan podcast for HBO Max's And Just Like That, where we bring you weekly episode recaps. Jay and I are super, super excited to be back, and we are more than ready to dig in and recap episode five, titled Tragically Hip. Now, I do got to say that I did enjoy this episode, not as much um, as my favorite, the Natasha episode, but I did <laughs> like it. Um, and before we even dive into that, Jay and I just want to give you guys a huge thank you, huge, huge thank you to everyone listening to us and to those following us on Twitter at reverginize underscore fp you know i gotta say we've been having lots of fun reading through everyone's thoughts on social media and um you know starting a little bit of drama here and there and um there's so much controversy between these beloved characters these not so beloved characters and <laughs> on that note i do have to say quickly jay I have a huge bone to pick with you. I read your tweets and I was not here for it at ah. all. You don't like Aiden, but you want to know something? <laughs> that is all good because I'm going to let you have it and I'm going to really dig into you on this after show. Ah. So that being said, get ready, get prepared because I'm coming for you. Okay. Okay. I haven't really had a moment to really, really just talk to you. So I do want to know the holidays finished. We are getting ready for a new year. How are you doing? How was your holiday? I've been having fun. Um, Christmas, the, the weekend for Christmas was a lot of fun. I've enjoyed being outside of the office and away from work. So that, I think that's the best part of this. And it, I was telling you earlier how some I feel like we underestimate how close Christmas is to New Year's that whatever like as soon as Christmas ends we're like preparing for that New Year's celebration so I've yeah. been having a really good time what about you you know what I got to say I've been great as well um I I do want to sleep a little more <laughs> like yeah. I literally wake up a zombie um and 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 the whole zombie like the way I'm talking the way I look everything <laughs> um it's just this has not been it for me but that's also because there's so much to do. Um, I don't know about you, but I'm actually going to stay in my house for New Year's. Um, same, same. Um, and I know you're quite the traveler. Like, I know you like to travel a lot. Um, I'm used to kind of being home, but also being outside. But with Omicron, with all of that madness going on, I, I swear you just can never be too careful. I agree. No. I, I, you know, I had plans to travel, and then today when we were recording the episode, I literally canceled the trip because I was supposed to. <laughs> first of all, I was supposed to be on a plane at eight at eight or nine this morning. Oh, I remember. And I woke up with no feeling of getting up, and so I tr <laughs> I got on the Delta app, and I was like, okay, let me reschedule. So I rescheduled for one, but then when we were about to record, I was like, do I really want to even go anywhere? I just canceled the flight. <laughs> I was like, let me just stay my ass home and find something local. So yeah, I guess we're both staying home for that. That's it. Wait, Jay, where were you going? We were gonna go to San Antonio, but I wanted to go to Seattle. So my plan was to travel today to San Antonio and then sneak away to Seattle. And I just canceled Ooh. it. I was like, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> but my so friends are also all over the place all the time. So it's not anything new. Right. It's like, you know what? My body deserves and can use a break. It's not like I'm going to miss 
yeah. anything that I cannot do at a later time, right? Yeah, but then we we do that to ourselves too, where we're like, oh my God, we're gonna have days off, I'm gonna sleep, and then the last thing we do is sleep. That is the last thing. If I tell you <laughs> every night I am up at two or three in the morning, knowing that I might have some errands to do in the morning, and I just cannot get my shit together. Like, I literally cannot. This is I'm my break it. before I go back to work. And mm-hmm. for the life of me, I just can't, I, I just can't get my shit together, but I'm I, hopefully it will. Hopefully it will. The only thing that I could get together is this podcast. <laughs> Every time you say that, I love it so much because I have had such a great time enjoying doing this this podcast with you and and it happened out of chance and it worked out perfectly for both of us i really like listening to you on the podcast i like listening to us on the podcast and like you said before i want to thank every single one of you listening right now because it means so much to candace and i that you guys are not just tuning in but also engaging with us on twitter following us uh our twitter handle at reverginized underscore fp um the we're reading the tweets we're making sure that we reply we love every bit of it and you tuning in and listening to this means the world to us when we started it out we were just on a mission to kind of dig deeper into a show that we already love and we've cherished for so long so having anyone engage with us on it to us is just that much more of a blessing it is it is and i'm i'm so humble i'm so grateful um jay and i were going over the analytics and just to even see where a lot of our fans are coming from all over Candace. all over all over it's i mean you guys obviously can't see me but i'm cheesing right like i am <laughs> I like cheesing that. from like dimple is all out the smiles from one cheek to the other like this has been the best part of excuse my french but a very very shitty year yeah and, um, this is and what i look forward to doing i feel I, like when we put the black and white like when we went through the metrics it was like no this is real like they're listening yes yes yeah really good and, and and we you know jay and i just met each other so <laughs> to have like this much chemistry yeah and to come together on a show that we love so much it's just it's rare you know and then just putting this out for you guys who also love it so much it's been epic and you know what, Jay? Honestly, I'm ready to get into this recap. Like, I am Let's ready to do, do it. it. I'm ready too. And then I do want to add, like you said earlier, this is going to be our first week where we're going to bring you some bonus content. We do have an after show we're launching yeah. this week. So I really hope you guys tune into that. It's going to be a, a, a bit of a different take because we're, we're you're going to be hearing everything from our perspective. It's not a recap episode. So tune into that. Keep engaging with us. And you might even hear your name mentioned on the after show. Um, we're really excited for that one as well. Yes, we can't wait. We hope you guys all tune in, um, especially the way that my Twitter fingers are working right now. A bunch <laughs> of you it. might hear yourselves. Um, and so I'm here for all that drama. Any Sex in the City drama, just know your girl is here for all of it. Yes. And speaking on being here for all of it, like, let's dive into this episode. I am so ready. I do have to say, I like that we're seeing Carrie in her old apartment for some reason. It gives me nostalgia, but we are here. She brought Seema over. Apparently, Seema wanted to see it. And Seema is making it into some sort of a sale. Of course. Already, you know, taking a look at the apartment. She's like, this is how much it's worth. And we're going to make a sale out of it. And as they're making their way in, um, Carrie is using an umbrella as a cane. 
Okay, help me out with this one. I mean, you know, it's Carrie. You're never, ever going to see her with a crutch. You're never <laughs> going to see her with a cane. Like, Carrie is so fabulous that the next best thing, although nobody would recommend it, is an umbrella. I get it. She instinctively grabbed that umbrella and just started stepping up those stairs like, oh, yeah, this is this sounds normal. This is normal. I do this every day. You could tell. Right. And and I love when Seema asks her, like, you're using an umbrella. She's like, yeah. You know, like, I just have this little issue with, like, you know, my lower back. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> and then they're in the apartment and Seema's this woman that. If she can turn something into money, that's exactly what she's about to do. And you can tell she already has the wording for the announcement of how she's going to sell this apartment. We all need a SEMA in our life. I know, right? I'm looking for that person who can look at my life and say, Candace, I'm going to turn your whole life into money. Oh, my God. Carrie got it right. Carrie was like, I think I'm going to hire you to handle my entire life. Like, that was <laughs> it. That's what Seema is doing. Um, During their time in the apartment, Carrie's mentioning about her old lady back. And she finds <laughs> out on the internet, like, we all do. WebMD, Jesus. WebMD, baby. Um, she finds out that she has old lady back, and Seema is not having it. Seema says, no, 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 no. We're going to call my cousin or brother? Her primo hermano. You know? Oh, yeah, one, one of them. <laughs> Yeah, one of those. One of those. Uh, Vikash, Dr. Vikash. And um, she makes an immediate appointment. They immediately go to the office to get checked. And I loved, I love that she's like, no, 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 no. That's not a diagnosis. We're going to go get checked. Like, I have a relative that can do that. So they yeah. meet uh, Dr. Vikash Patel. And he diagnoses her with a congenital hip defect. And apparently, like, she was born with it. She, he says it's a birth defect. So, um, yeah, I guess Carrie's having some health issues. I don't know how that woman has not collapsed before. Yeah. Because for someone who was born with something like that, and all you do is wear heels 24-7, I am utterly confused how she has not collapsed before. Yeah, all of a sudden? All of a sudden now. All of a sudden after she's been on WebMD, which I guess in a way is better than what she first thought, right? I don't know. Um, sure. Because I think she thought, who knows? Anytime you Google, anytime you Google your your symptoms on WebMD, it's worse. it always you're, you always have cancer. Oh and yeah. Something else extreme. Yes. So, um, but I guess this wasn't so bad. You know, Carrie has that dumb luck where everything <laughs> she wants in life she gets. She gets super quick. <laughs> she is on the books for some surgery. Like, quickly as that, I'm shocked. That is not how... I know my insurance would have had me waiting three months for that surgery. I'm still waiting for medication. That was... A, yeah, that was an interesting take on it. Because when even when you say that about... all When we say all of a sudden, it's, it's, it's kind of a theme right now in the season. Um, it yeah. seems that these girls were somehow frozen in time for 10 years. And everything has just started to happen. Which which goes back to when I was... Um, when we were reviewing the first episode. And I said, I didn't necessarily enjoy watching it. Yes, I do like watching the story. Because, of course, as a fan, you want to see more of the story. But because there was so much happening, I it just felt unnatural and that's a theme that's gone throughout the episodes to where okay why is this all of a sudden happening and where was this during the last 10 years and we're going to discuss that a lot in this episode i feel because uh, there's a lot going on here we move over to their brunch 
And guess who's joining them at brunch is Anthony. I love his whole existence. Oh, Stanny is gone and Anthony is joining them for brunch now, which is, which is, I thought it was cute. I thought it was it un- unnecessary too. I'm not as much of an Anthony fan as I am a Stanford fan, but it was interesting. Oh, for sure. Uh, you know, it, I I think they want Stanny to feel a Stanny. Oh my goodness, may he rest in peace, Willie Garson. Mm-hmm. I think they want um Anthony to feel as comfortable as he can be and to go back to some sense of normalcy because, as we discovered last episode, Stanny has left him. Uh, to go ma- manage some model in Tokyo. Something oh I think is very un- unrealistic, but for sure we're going to get into that. In it was completely show. unrealistic. Yes, we so will discuss that on the after show. Yes, but um, I think, you know, that's their way of, hey, you know, we know you're going through a crazy divorce, a crazy loss. Come have brunch with us. Because, you know, that's how they settle everything with brunch. But Candace, would have Anthony accepted a brunch invitation with the girls? You know what? Old Anthony, I don't think so. He has better things to do with his life. I do not. I can see him saying, uh, yeah, no. But I don't know. I guess new Anthony, I mean, Ugh. you know, it does, it does seem a little forced. It does. Like the rest of the show. I'll take it. Okay, yeah, I'll take that one. I'll take that one. Um, but yeah, throw him a bone. Yeah, I will. I will. I'll I'll take it easy on him. Uh, During brunch, they're talking about um, Carrie's uh, surgery, and Charlotte in Charlotte Nature pulls on this Excel sheet that she created on who's gonna take (laughs) care of her during what time and how they're gonna go back and forth and they're gonna do these shifts between each other. Um, and, oh, yeah, I, I, it's Charlotte being Charlotte and somewhat not being Charlotte, which we're going to get into later on as well, because <laughs> as much of an essence as, as it is a Charlotte, this is not my Charlotte. Hashtag not my Charlotte. Not my um, Charlotte. They do mention to Carrie that she will have to wear flats. And yes, I want to point this out because she says she's never worn flats before, which I thought it was an interesting response when we saw her buy those flats in Abu Dhabi in the second movie. Hello! And it made me ask, are they completely erasing the movie storylines? Because it feels like, yes, besides uh, Carrie and John's wedding, they don't really they don't really attach the movie storylines to anything that's happened right now. I'm going to go out and say it. The movies suck, right? Diehard fan. Good for them. Do not mention any of those movies. Mm-hmm. Don't even reference it, okay? Because <laughs> I still want my $10.50 back for oh. both of them. Like, if we're getting serious, no, they don't. And um, it, it reminds me of what you were saying. It almost seems like these girls stood still for 10 amount of years, maybe a little yeah. more. And it's like, we don't really have any mention of what's happened a little bit before at all the time like right after that movie and then through that whole gap and it's like there's no mention of anything there's definitely no mention of those goddamn flats okay and and i also want to point out really quickly as a major fan of the show that is not the first time that carrie has worn flat shoes but thank I take you thank you that. thank you yes because the movie was going to be true. the second time but i'll leave it at that 
and, and the yes, third, but I'll leave no, that. absolutely. It's I and and we know this to be true, but at the same time, I think they're doing this weird thing where, well, we don't have a way of showing what happened before, so this mm-hmm. is our way of covering for it. And I I don't like it. It makes the show less enjoyable. But like I said, you know, we just kind of have to go along with it. I, we'll take it as they're giving it to us. It is what it is. <laughs> Charlotte York is having a Zoom with the rest of the mommies from class, and they're talking about how well Rock did on the show. On the on the show, and who's Rock? Who is he or she? Yeah, who is who they? Is Rock? So Rock, as Charlotte finds out, can I just say really quickly? I loved the way um, that Charlotte was like, "Did I miss a kid? Ah! Who on earth is Rock?" And then. The entire Zoom, because they were on a kind of like a PTA Zoom call, all those faces froze. And How I dare love they? One by one, How one by dare one, they? like all the mommies, like she was like, "Are you guys frozen?" They all jumped uh, off the damn chat one by one. But um, you, know like, you know what? Ride or die, Lisa did not. Yes, she. I. I. As soon as she jumped off, my girl. Called Charlotte York, Golden mm-hmm. Black, on that phone and said, so listen, mama, here's what happened. Rose decided that she does not want to be called Rose. Yeah. Her name is Rock. And um, interestingly enough, Charlotte, everyone knows, girl. But um, I love that she chose to do that so discreetly. Right? Yeah. It was like, Especially I'm gonna... because God forbid you do that on the Zoom call. So then you have that oh other mommy my. talking about you dropped the ball. True. You don't, you, you really did it. Lisa was really covering her back by not having that reaction be publicized which mm-hmm. i like i said i'm all here for lisa i'm loving how much of a writer that she is it's mm-hmm. it's exactly what charlotte needs and i i definitely think she handled it perfectly uh, she let her know what was going on she was she said well we we would have assumed that you would have known but i'm gonna let you know you know what i mean like this is what's really going on and immediately after uh charlotte confronts rose yeah. And and she's like, okay, what the fuck is going on? Like, what, what's <laughs> going on here? Like, what happened? And Rose is very much like, but I did tell you I posted a TikTok. And that's when the and when Harry and Charlie go into this not being so cool about it situation. Yes. You, you know, Charlotte is so traditional that in her head, you know, this is this, this is that. I do love that we've been seeing in these episodes, she's trying to like get on Rose's level. She's trying to understand her more. She's trying to, you know, support whatever it is she's doing. But here she clearly was like, wait, th- this changes everything. You want to give up your name? And and interesting enough, even Harry was not on board. Like he was so taken aback. And he's the one that's like real, like Team Rose. Like I would have thought if anyone knew about rock's name change harry would have known but he had no idea well apparently lily was the one who knew yeah love her yes to sister power like listen and and yes to being drama free because that girl sang those lyrics that rock made on tiktok yeah presented his new name (laughs) yes um and i love how charlie's like you made like 10 tiktoks today yeah the support is real supportive but Lily, man, Lily knew those lyrics. Lily knew, you know, Lily knew since Rose came out mm-hmm. that Rose was going to be a rock. She was destined to be yeah. a rock. Yeah, she I, knew I, that from birth. I agree. I agree. And 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 
I love their natural reaction to yes. it happening because her look was very much like, oh shit, it's it's going down now. Now, okay, let, let let's do this. And I, she showed her support so naturally. She kind of just went along with the whole situation. But I do have a problem with how Charlotte and Harry reacted to this because for four episodes we've been seeing an escalation of of Charlotte's reinvention to this you know being a little more chill a little more cool and i feel like because she already had the conversation with uh, with um rose regarding not feeling like a girl it would be natural progression that this something like this would worse to happen you know i feel like she made such an effort before uh, where she was like, well, even when when we discussed the line where she said, well, if she wanted to be a dog, I'll put out the water bowl. You know what I mean for her. So right. it feels like this is a, a she's like she's like she's going back on the the progress that she has made, and I did yes. not like seeing that, especially seeing Harry not be cool about it because I feel like Harry would yes. have been the more consciously logical one that would have been yes. like, okay, you know what, but but. Explain it to us. Let make us understand rather than have this not an outburst, but sort of like an emotional, unfiltered reaction, especially in front yeah. of a girl. Especially, so I, yeah. I didn't necessarily enjoy watching that part that much, but you know, it continues on. So we'll see how that goes along, right? Yeah, and you know, I have so many thoughts about that that um we definitely, definitely will get into on our after show to everyone listening. We do have an after show that we're starting and it's going to be epic. Yes. Um, but I do have so many thoughts on that that we'll dive into. Um, but yes, to. yes. We have to. Um, yeah, I thought it, I thought it was, it was interesting to watch that. Um, Marin is at home opening up her Amazon packages <laughs> and along with her Amazon packages, apparently Marin is not the only one getting packages. Louisa is getting packages. I can't stand her. I don't want to hear her name. Um, yes, Louisa's getting packages. And I think Why? what bothers me is how comfortable she is in somebody's home. Like, she's like, oh, yeah, that's for me. I meant to intercept that because, Jane, do you remember what she ordered? Yeah, fucking, the, a fucking lube. Like, she, how do you order lube to your boyfriend's mother's house? Yes. The disrespect, bro. Yeah. I, and I, I, don't know. I, I, she did say if if my mother was to unwrap that, like she would have a fit or something. I'm like, so that's when Miranda would have called the mother. I feel yes. like that's when Miranda would have been like, wait, is are you not allowed to do this? Because, like I said, this is not again hashtag not my Miranda. Not I my Miranda. don't feel that this is natural for her. To act the way that she's acting in. And of course, in this episode, we see a, a, Miranda, a different Miranda, a completely different Miranda. So I um, I didn't like how she took it. I didn't like how she Me handled either. it. But also, I don't like Louisa. So whenever Louisa's on the screen, I'm like, ugh, this is going to be one of those scenes. You yeah, know no, what I mean? Me too. Me too. Um, I'm, I'm instantly like, because the Miranda that I know would have been like, oh, your mom has no idea. She would have picked up her cell phone and she'd be like, hi. My name is Miranda Hobbs, and I just wanted to let you know if you are aware that your daughter has sex in this house. Thank you. And she ships lubricant here. Yes. Do you want to have a chat with her, or do we all need to have a chat? It right? doesn't but even no. seem that she knows who her mother is. It doesn't even like Miranda knows who her mother is. Because when when Stephen and 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 they're talking about it, they're like, well, they're, like who's her mother? You know what I mean? Like they're like, well, 
you know, what did we adopt her? Is she did living we here? Adopt like, her, right. Yeah, it's like it's like we haven't even discussed it with her mother. But oh. anyways, while she's unwrapping the packages, she pulls out a book. <laughs> and the yes. book is titled Quit Like a Woman. <laughs> and is what the fuck is this book? So it's for women who are dealing with <laughs> alcohol abuse. And you want to know something, Jay? When you're trying to quit as a woman, you need to quit as a woman, woman, bro. Like, not yeah. as a girl. Not You know, like, you need to quit as a woman. That and makes so sense Miranda to me. Got, she got a book um, to help her quit like a woman, and she is not happy about this book. So fucking like, as stupid. As soon as she sees it, she's like, oh, and then here goes Louisa. I'm sorry. Oh, what is that? Louisa, it is none of your business. That's exactly what it is. None of your business. None of your business. And Miranda is like, oh, I, I don't know, like explaining herself too much. I, I don't know. I didn't order this. Like, I completely did not order this. She was so taken aback, which, which is funny, too, because when you think of Miranda's character, she would never grab a book that says quit like a woman Ugh. ever. You know, true, like, true, true. but which is what makes it funny. But we'll we'll get into that. Yeah. Yeah. So Carrie <laughs> and Miranda, it's surgery day and they're at Dr. Patel's office. Um, I like that the, the, the director was really shady because the shot started with her flats and then panned I, up yes. to her. I thought that was so shady. They, they were like, okay, let's show those ugly ass flats that she's wearing and then kind of break into the scene. But they're at the doctor's office and, um, Charlotte, um, uh, Miranda's talking to Carrie about how Charlotte bought her the book. Uh, without any proof of anything. She just says, oh, uh, Charlotte bought me this book. She mentioned she's been worried about my drinking. She Amazoned me. She Amazoned me. That was epic. Amazon. I love it. Especially because yeah. when I think about the Amazon, I don't think about, you know, like buying stuff. Like for some reason, when she said she Amazoned me, I went straight Tarzan in my head, right? And um, <laughs> But, and, and all I saw was like, Charlotte flying from one tree to oh another, delivering God. this book, <laughs> literally like Amazoning her this book. Um, no, I thought that line was epic. You know, this and, is um, going to be a, a line in our lives now where it's like, hey, I'm going to Amazon you. I'm going to Amazon you. Which I do and, all the time. And Carrie, Carrie's like, did you just make that up? And she's like, yeah. But, you know, of course, Charlotte is grappling with, you know, this whole, I think Miranda's an alcoholic. Yeah. But I love how Carrie, okay, I love and I don't. Carrie didn't even, you know, talk about it. She she wasn't like, well, do you think you have a problem? Like, she, you know, she didn't get into anything like that. Like, why would she send us to you? You know, like, Carrie's like, well, you know, we're all alcoholics on the low. And they just laughed at it. I mean, she didn't say that, but. Uh, yeah, I think Carrie was, Carrie was, uh, first of all, uninterested and unconcerned. But at the same time, she was being some, she was being a little bitchy because when you think yes. about it, if I was in that position with a friend to where another friend is concerned about their drinking, to me it would be like, so how do you feel? Like what? Exactly. I, I would be more interested to see what they think and then kind of go from there than be like, yep. um, well, how do you know Charlotte sent it? Uh, do you think you have a problem? And I just don't like the approach that she took to her friend at all in any way. None. I mean, I do... I did love how she didn't make her feel any worse, like, about it. Because you could tell Miranda wasn't feeling happy about it. 
Um, and Carrie already knew that, you know, Charlotte thinks Miranda has a drinking problem. So in a way, I like that she didn't make her feel worse, but I hate it that there's like, wait a minute, but, you know, how do you feel? Exactly what you just said. But, you know, are we surprised by Carrie not inquiring about her friends? Yeah, the more and more I watch this show, the less I'm surprised. Because I feel like Carrie had a... Uh, Carrie had a level of selfish that was very stable. She wasn't more selfish or less selfish at any time, unless her life like unraveled, like we saw during her wedding day in, in the movie and, right. and, and in a lot of other situations, her breakups and all that. But she was very much stably selfish. And we mm-hmm. knew her to be that selfish girl, self-involved. You know, we we knew her to be that girl. But this show is make is making her out to be this this witch as oh, to yeah, like mega. well if it has nothing to do with me don't bring that shit up to me like mega. how dare you talk about your problems correct even when she at, at brunch on the first episode almost in the opening when she was like oh yeah i changed the topic so what life is short like what yeah i think it's i think it's like it's it's looking a little more vicious yeah um so the ed the surgery happened and charlotte and Miranda are next to her in the hospital bed and Miranda um Charlotte brings up some Miranda um, regarding the tomboy situation because we got to know Miranda and this is my take on it but we got to know Miranda on the original show as a she was the tomboy right she was yes. the she was the girl that was not about the girliness and i appreciated yeah. Miranda for that no she she was a lawyer she was a woman in a man's world and she let everybody know i'm not one to be fucked with and of course, Charlotte brings it up as, hey, uh, you were a tomboy. And kind of like the conversation, <laughs> she says she's going through a situation with Rose. And it, it was kind of like a cool little, I, I want to bring this up to see what can happen. But at the same time, I do not like that they, because they're adding so much Miranda change in this series, I didn't like that they kind of like sprinkled in the tomboy on top of Charlotte's conversation with her. Yeah, I mean, I didn't care for it either. Yeah. Um, but, but I mean, who you know, it's Charlotte, right? Like, there's there's certain things that happen in the show with these characters that in my head I'm like, ugh, I don't care about that. Like, how dare the writers? But in a way, it is kind of true to the character because that's that's who Charlotte is. Yes. You know, and she, she she's definitely not gonna ask Carrie. Yes. Um, she's definitely not gonna ask LTW. Who else can she ask? But of course, sadly, the one who's always been kind of like a mega tomboy. Yeah. Um, which which to me is kind of like, well, damn Charlotte, like shit. Were you really trying to say? You know, in a way. But but I guess I, I get it. I agree with you on that. I just didn't like Miranda's very much nonchalant because if Miranda's going through this, you know, big revelation or she's she's working her way towards this big revelation for her, her answer to Charlotte's question was very like, uh, matter of fact, this, you know, and that and that was it. I wanted her to kind of take that question and incorporate it into like you know what, but now I'm going through through these, through this, you know, new way of thinking where I feel like this is why I'm, I, I don't know. I don't know. It could have been worded so much better than it was. The response was a little, you know, oh, here, take this. This is what I have to say about it. <laughs> and it, it just left it there. But um, Carrie wakes up and she has to pee. 
and <laughs> they help her up. Um, Charlotte help, helps her up um, because she can carry her because she's been doing what is it burpees? Yes, she's been doing burpees, which I would never think she would do. But yes, I guess she's she's you know she's fit now. She's working out, and she can she can help her up to the bathroom. And while she's in the bathroom, Carrie and, and Charlotte, Miranda answers Carrie's phone. And it's Shay calling. You know, now that we say that, I wonder if she answered it because it was Shay. Like, I wonder if anybody else would have called, would she have picked up that Absolutely, phone? Absolutely, because when you see her look at the phone, you see her kind of like, you know when you look at somebody's phone and it's somebody that you know and you're like, uh, 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 and mm-hmm. they kind of look back and forth. She, she answered it, I think, only because it was Shay. Yep. And, um... You know, they have their little conversation and, you know, Carrie's such, God forgive me, but Carrie's such a bitch. Oh my goodness. Yeah. So, um, they have their, they have their little, um, phone conversation and, you know, Shay's being so sweet. She's like, yeah, you know, I bought her some food and I guess she wanted to come up, but Carrie is just like, um, no, she's like, you know, I'm peeing. She can't, I don't want no visitors, but it's just the way that she says things. Like, it really bothers me. Yes, yes, I'll take that because when, here's the thing. When you're in the position that Carrie was in, in that hospital, people want to embrace you. People want to wish you well. People want to come over and tell you nice things. And you don't necessarily want that, but as, as a human being... At least I would have been like, okay, have her come in, give me the gift, I'll be polite, I'll be nice, regardless of how much I would not want that to happen. So very much Carrie as she is, she's like, okay, make that go away. You know, like make that go away. And literally it's, it's sort of this where where's the humane part in this? You know what I mean? I don't think any of us would have reacted that way, regardless of how we would have felt about it. No, and 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 she's just so strong with it. Like, make that go away. But then she told her, and you too, if I'm not mistaken. She's like, because I have to pee. Like, so basically, like Miranda, you too get lost because I need to pee. And I'm like, oh, she is so disgusting. Well, regardless of how Carrie felt, Shay, uh, Miranda still received Shay at the hospital. She actually received her in the cafeteria. Um, and mm-hmm. this was like a cute little date that they were having. Um, and Shay, I, I, Shay uh, goes into detail as to her kind of like life story and who she was before she became Shay. She does reveal yes. that her name used to be Cheryl. And, um, it, it was, it was a way of them connecting. You could see that they were, uh, getting closer in some sort of way and the conversation kind of went natural on both sides and they felt like they were some sort of establishing a relationship. Yeah. You could definitely see that there's, um, some spark there. And, um, I, I'm so sad, but I definitely felt like that little non-official first date. Right. Yeah. Um, I, I, I think that, I think there's some spark there. Yeah. And I think we're gonna. I think this is the beginning of a lot. Yeah, I, I, of course, yes. There, you can see that the buildup is happening, 
Um, I don't like the way that their story is being written. I do. Oh, no. I detest the way that Steve is being written out. Um, and and you know I'm going in on this in the after show because for Steve to have the pivotal position that he's had in Miranda's life, and then for it to be erased because Miranda's exploring her sexuality, I I. I'm not liking the narrative. I'm not liking. I there there like I I've said this many times in 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 our sessions, but I feel like there was a better way to write this, and they didn't catch that way. They didn't, and I can't wait for the after show because I have so much to say, and I know we've yeah. been you know digging into this on Twitter, um, and we've gotten so many responses on Twitter about this, but I absolutely can't stand it. You know, put some respect on Steve's name. Thank you. Justice for Steve. That's literally Justice the hashtag. Um, so, Anthony uh, it takes um, Carrie to her apartment in his delivery van for his um, <laughs> for his bakery business. And she's in the back of the van. She's You can tell she's all doped up. Um, and <laughs> she's basically cargo at this point. Um, and Anthony brings one of his delivery men to take her out of the van. Like I said... Like you said, um, Carrie always gets her way, and always. I mean, this man just kind of like elevates her up to her door, and it's just like fuck you, Carrie. Like literally, <laughs> fuck you. I do want to point out that I love that the man's delivery outfit was like these short shorts with like a like a tight. It was like a tight romper. And yes. he's wearing Timberland boots. I was like, yes. thank you. Something true to form. I think the Timberland boots was like the, the most natural writing they've done. The most that, yes. natural piece of production that they've done so yes. far. I love so New that. York. So New York. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm like, this, this is New York. Yes. And this is so Anthony as well. And I, I loved it. I'm like, no. Yes. Not this sexy hunk in a romper and some Tim's. <laughs> that was cute. Uh, and... And it's not even like it's that cold outside. So that's even, it, it was such a contradictory outfit. You know, I you got know. like your real winter. I'm going to stomp on snow. But then again, on. that could be like Anthony's way of like, this is the uniform always. You know what I mean? Yes. Like, yes. I love this. This is us. I love this. Yes. And, and, and I'm like, you're right. That's the best piece of writing right there yeah thank you yes i did i enjoyed seeing that because it was like yeah like they of course they would be wearing tims um <laughs> and in her apartment carrie is doing her virtual podcasting she's you know uh vir- she's like tuning in virtually to her job and you can tell this woman is high as a kite and mm-hmm. she's still on med, on the meds. And during the podcast, she mentioned Samantha's name, Samantha Jones. <laughs> she mentioned her her whole name and how she pulled out a diaphragm out of her vagina. Now, mm-hmm. Candace, that is true, ride or die, right there. That, um, that is. And it made the podcast more interesting. You can see Shay and Jackie, you know, laughing about it and all that. And um. I I liked hearing Samantha's name come out of Carrie's mouth, but I liked it seeing it in this way. It was like so like Samantha Jones, you know, like yeah, like yes. my best friend. Yes, I mean, honestly, Samantha's just great, and I really do appreciate that. Um, they're not trying to bring somebody else in to fill her place. Yeah, they're just that. making her relevant. 
mm-hmm. through, you know, these text messages or these mentions, yeah. which I got to say, like, is it's, it's really good. I'm glad. Like, that's one of the best decisions other than Anthony's outfits uh, for his <laughs> employees. That's yeah. one of the best decisions that they've made. And, you know, I, I loved how she kept that alive. It was so fitting. Like, how do you have yes. a sex podcast and you don't mention Samantha? Yeah, because I feel like Samantha would have been like, Samantha would have guessed in the podcast and would have blown it up. Like, I feel like oh, yeah. if Samantha was here, she would have been a guest of Carrie's and that episode would have been the one to pop off. But Charlotte brings up the concern to Carrie that, about using Samantha's whole name and she's like, you have to let her know. And you know, Carrie didn't think anything of it in the beginning, but I do like that eventually she, you know, she lets her know. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. She she texts her and she says, hey, you know, I used your name in the podcast. Oh, no, she said I told the diaphragm story, which is a great story because they were really going to miss that movie had she not dug her hand in there. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I did. I did like the approach of the the texting situation, which we're, we're going to get into in a bit. But it took me a minute to process Charlotte's concern over Carrie saying her name because for what we know right now, neither Carrie, Charlotte, nor Miranda speak to Samantha. And Samantha has become this taboo name in this this series. And it's sort of like they're walking on eggshells when it comes to saying her name or talking about her. And I, I said in the, in the second episode, I did not like their approach on Samantha. I think they could have absolutely dragged that out so much. I could have, I think it could have been the center of the, of the season. If anything that it had so much content for them to kind of like just make it into, into something more than they are. I feel like, like when I say they've been frozen in time for 10 years, it's like, why is, why are we now all of a sudden addressing that? We don't talk about Samantha. Samantha's gone. It doesn't feel natural, but at the same time, seeing them throw the Samantha name here and there, it's almost like Samantha is like the fifth member of the cast without being in the cast. You know what I mean? Right. She's like, she's like a, a part of the show without being in the show. And I, yeah, that was that was interesting to watch. And, and I don't know. I took it as well. We'll see where this leads to. Um, same. But after all this, um, Charlotte and Harry are at uh, Rose's school. And they're talking to, I believe it's the counselor and the teacher. Yes, I think so. That's what I... And and, uh, they're addressing Rose's new name, which she is Rock. And we are to address her as Rock because that's her decision. Um, And it seems like everybody thought they knew about the change. And so it's now a certain conversation. We're talking about pronouns. We're talking about... Um, a gender identity, mm-hmm. and we're talking about it in the sense of a minor. It's it's a it's a right. child, and it's a daughter. So the perspective is a little new for us to watch on a TV show. But here we are. And you you want to know something? And I and I think we can definitely get into this more in the after show. Um, but you know, Rock is twelve, which they mentioned in the episode yes and i think for them it's hard because at that age kids want to be a lot of things right it's just like what what anthony was saying you know she wanted to be a dog remember and i if i'm not mistaken i think harry in this conversation with the school mentions that you know so i think for them they're along for the ride right as supportive as they can be but the moment it starts seeming like wait she really is on board with this. She really wants to change her pronouns. 
She really wants to change her name. She really wants to identify as something else. I think that's starting to make it more and more true and less of um, a possible phase. And I think that's what's making them a little bit uncomfortable. Um, and and yeah, you know, Harry, Harry actually had a very hard time at this meeting um, with this realization. And I think for Rose, because she knows Rock, because yes, they Rock. know their parents well. Um, and he, and even when they said the pronoun they, I think um, that Harry was the reaction. Said, yeah, when yeah. when the when the staff said said uh, there, it was sort of yes. like a wait there, wait, wait, there, wait, right? there. Um, and and when the, you know they know their parents, and so I think it's so much easier always to come out to the entire world. Well, sometimes, sometimes I think in Rose's Rock's case. Um, versus her very traditional parents. Um, so yeah. it, it was very interesting. And um, they kind of left that meeting feeling a little uncertain. And I'm very interested to see how this plays out. I'm definitely yeah. interested to see how Harry goes about handling this. Like, at first I was worried about Charlotte. I'm worried about how Harry's going to handle this. I'm with you. I'm with you on that. Um, the meeting was was a... a nice conversation to be put on TV. I I did see Harry does have concerns. I like mm-hmm. I, I said before I didn't like the way Harry w- was portrayed in front of the girls. I do not think Harry would have would have reacted that way. But yes, for him to have this reaction here it made more sense because he, I feel like he does want to know more about it. He's very confused. I don't think Harry's even been around this type of conversation before. No. So, and this would have been the place for him to be like, but but explain it to me this way, or 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 or. But is this real? Is this permanent? Is this? I feel like all those questions that he would have been inappropriate for him to ask in front of Rock. I feel like this would have been the place for him to ask to ask them. It it was a necessary conversation. I'm glad the girls weren't there. You know, they were having an adult conversation about a, a, their child, and it was. I appreciated this. If anything, this this was. This was the part I liked most in the narrative, in the in the Rock Charlotte Harry narrative. Yeah, um, me too. Because me too, they I did agree. they did show some resistance, like when they said, "Well, well, she's always seeking attention." There right. was a resistance there, but it's ve- it was very parental. Like this is to be expected right. of parents like Charlotte and Harry. Um, and like you said, yeah, it's very natural to you know, like it, it was yeah. realistic. It was it was Absolutely. realistic concern. Yes, and like you said, um, sometimes it's better to come out to the world. I absolutely sympathize with with um, Rock because yes, that was very much my experience. And for her, for them to feel more comfortable with having her their natural identity, you know, when interacting with people that are in their social life rather than her their parents, to me, it's it makes sense. She knows who, her par- who their parents are. They uh, and I gotta get used to that too. They know who their <laughs> parents are. Yes, and I want to make sure that that I get my rhythm into. They are they, and that's their pronouns. Um, right. they know who their parents are, and I feel like they addressed it in the proper way. But we'll see where that leads us. Um, for a twelve-year-old on TikTok, that yeah. was definitely appropriate for a twelve-year-old. <laughs> yes, Address it on do, TikTok. I do <laughs> appreciate that. Um, Rock has. Lily in her life 
to yes. be such a strong support. And and at some point we will discuss that. But their sisterly bond to me or their sibling bond to me is it means a lot to put in the show. Miranda is Miranda's turn to care for for Carrie, and she's at Mar- uh, Carrie's place. And um, yeah, Carrie's asleep. Shay stops by. Like Gloria, like Gloria asked for uh, for Miranda's help in ridding the will. Candace, I need your help. Yeah, no, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Like... Before we get into this, fuck this episode. Fuck this episode. Before we get into it, <laughs> I want to lay that right then and there. Fuck this episode. Well, let, let me do a, a a brief disagree. I half, I agree with you half, right? Like hated this part that we're about to speak about. Hated it. <laughs> hated it. I was okay with the rest of the episode. I was really on board. I really enjoyed the rest of it. Hated this part. Um, and, and you know, it, it, there's something about Shay that I don't really like. Oh, well, well, let me preface what what occurred before we go into those type of thoughts, because <laughs> uh, Carrie's intercom uh, rings and it's Shay. She literally stopped by randomly and yes. uh, Miranda answers the intercom and she uses Rambo to refer to herself. I hate uh, it. Which ties into the pronoun conversation but it's the fact that we haven't even discussed this regarding Miranda but she is using Rambo which is the name that the pet name that Shay gave her um and she's using it so casually like oh I am Rambo like it's me and I, I you know it's a little unsettling but at the same time I don't know where they're taking us with this um but Shay is there to bring Carrie some podcasting equipment so you know to for her to podcast from home as she's recovering and all that um, so, which was, yeah. it, it made it seem like a reason to stop by. Um, but then what, ha- everything else just kind of gets crazy after that. Yeah. I mean, okay. It's one thing to come with the equipment, right? But she also <laughs> came with some tequila, Ooh. right? Which, which is why I'm, I'm like a little on the fence with Chase character, but anyway. Well, what the fuck com- was the reason for bringing the tequila though? Because her, her thing is. We loved doped up Carrie, right? Like she's finally giving what it's supposed to give. Wait a minute. I didn't think about that. That's right. Yeah. And so, you know, here's some tequila because, you know, Carrie drinks. That's her comfort zone as well. Um, Here's some tequila. Maybe it'll keep her talking. However, the tequila was for Carrie. Shortly right after she's let in, Miranda and Shay are drinking said tequila for Carrie in Carrie's kitchen, mm-hmm. and I'm talking about being super loud <laughs> while recovering Carrie's supposed to be asleep, yeah. and um, which I thought was funny because I feel like we start we start to see Miranda kind of throw Miranda out the window a little bit around Shane, because when she brings Shane into the- Completely out the window. This is yeah. Rambo. This is not Miranda. This is Rambo. You're right. This is, this is Rambo, who tells her when she comes in, we got to be a little quiet because Carrie's sleeping, oh. and instantly- they're making all this noise in the kitchen. They're taking shots. And, mm. I mean, and, and then it gets juicy. So, Shay does mention that she does need to leave because she has um she has a, an engagement to get to. She has another gig. <laughs> and true Rambo form does not want her to leave. She likes all the tingling sensations she feels in her private, right? And so, she tells her, you know, um, 
if you weren't in such a hurry, I would ask if you can shotgun me again. Now, for those of you listening who don't know what that is, that's basically, you know, Shay's going to smoke some weed and she's going to breathe it into Rambo's mouth. So that's exactly what she does. And it Uh. instantly, instantly goes from breathing into her mouth to a kiss on the neck. Three seconds. I think she blew, she blew with, she blew um, the smoke into her mouth for like three seconds and made it down her neck. Mm -hmm. And honestly, it, it just got very hot after that. I mean, for everybody who had those suspicions, about Shane Miranda and were on board with Shane Miranda or Rambo. That's exactly what happened. It goes to the kiss on the neck. I do like how respectful Shay is. She says, Can I touch you? Yeah. Right and it's this push to like to like make it very 2021. Right. Right. I appreciate it, but this scene was all over the place. It was I feel all over like the place. I feel like it, they got very handsy. They were they were, you know grabbing and holding each other and then they started kissing and touching and and Shay drives her hand into her pants and then starts fingering the shit out of her oh yeah, oh, yeah. like oh wait, wait wait where were we wait let me rewind to see how we got here because yeah. i'm like i'm trying to connect dots that are not connecting and some <laughs> during somewhere along the line she, carrie's waking up <laughs> and naturally, the mirror, you know, looks straight into the kitchen. Of course, and, she has a mirror there. She has the perfect view to the to the kitchen. <laughs> and as she's waking up, she's kind of taking a look, but she looks away. At this point, um, Shan <laughs> and Miranda are kissing, and and Carrie's kind of like shamefully looks away. <laughs> I'm I'm, and, tr- I'm trying, Candace. I'm trying. <laughs> it's just. And you, and I do want to say this. I do want to add this. We have seen um, more and more throughout the last few years love stories, romance stories, and sex stories of women above their fifties. We've seen love yes. stories and, and sex scenes of women of of their age before on the screen. And I I will say I've seen a beautiful portrayals of this. I've seen um, um you know sexy portrayals. Uh, you know naturally produced stories of women who are in love, who are having sex, who are explorative. We've seen this many times throughout the last few years, and I've I've gotten to love it. I've loved some of them. I didn't love this. No, this ain't it. Because it it. did not look necessary. This we we didn't need to have this here. And that's my opinion on it. Um it it (sighs) just happened in a way where we were trying to tie it into reality and it just wouldn't tie. Yeah, none. it, it just, it has this very non-organic feeling to it. And I think one of the reasons why a bunch of us are struggling with this concept, it's not only because we love Steve and we watched that love story. Which makes us a little so- more, a lot more resistant to everything. Yeah, but also, like you keep saying, like, they froze in time and they didn't give us no backstory, Thank right? You. Like, Miranda, how did you get here to wanting to throw? Because because at this point she's cheating. Like now you're you're fully cheating, right? Yeah. Um, how did we get there, Miranda? And that's something that the writers needed to portray more of. They needed to give us more backstory because as much as they keep saying this is not Sex in the City, this is not Sex in the City. Listen, let me tell you something, Michael Patrick King. This is 
It is. Yeah. And if anything, I think they're trying, I think the way that they're trying to say it is to like kind of say, oh, do not judge Sex in the City over over it just like that. The problem is the us fans of Sex in the City are gonna do that. And and I'm gonna go there and I'm gonna say it. I think they're tarnishing the reputation of Sex in the City by the way that they are producing and just like that. I yeah. I think there there's so many plots in there that just do not go well. They're not being unraveled well. I think it's kind of like an explosion of 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 stories that just kind of fell on the screen. I do not enjoy this. And something I will add to this, my opinion on the writing, because it's the thing that I have the most problem with, I do not think the writers of each episode are communicating. I think they, no. they see... So we, you, we know what the green shit is, the, the green sheet, and, and the green sheet kind of tells the story of the whole season in like the, the basic of terms so that the writers can have a way of like going from it. I think they're looking at these storyboards and they're reading the green sheets and kind of just writing whatever the fuck they want into the That's episode. That's it. And I don't think the the writer from the last episode talked to this one. And I don't think the <laughs> writer from this episode will talk to the next one. And I do see trouble in that because it's like, it's like we're getting a different show every episode. And it's like, yes. I remember loving the way that the second episode was kind of flowed, but then it was like the third episode was got hectic again. And then the fourth episode was enjoyable, but it had some flaws. And then the fifth episode just kind of like, what the fuck? So I yes. do think a huge issue with the writing. There's a big disconnect. Yeah. And, um, and, and honestly, I love that we're starting these after shows because so many fans, um, you know, they, they feel the same way we do, right? They're like, not liking it. They're this, not liking it. And it's not, you know, it's not because we don't want to see, you know, women-women relationships. No, it's not that we don't want to see, you know, kids changing their gender. No, it's none of that. We're here for that. We support that. The fact of it is, it's too much. There's yeah. no backstory to yes. any of these things. Everything is thrown at us. I'm talking about the way the way COVID was thrown at us, like mm -hmm. really far. Like we're gonna change your life in nanoseconds. Yes. And it's like every episode we're we're like, okay, this is what happened. This is what I'm following. Oh shoot. Okay, this changed. I'm following this now. Okay, okay, wait, wait. Like it's so unrealistic. Yes. And, you know, people on Twitter have been saying it's too woke. And in a way, I understand what they're what they mean it's by that. Forced, it's forced woke, if anything. It's, it's forced woke, right? There's it's okay to be woke. This is like the writers got together and say, okay, it's 2021. What's happening? COVID's happening. Um, you know, equal rights again. You know, there's Tinder, racism. There's uh, COVID, gender. There's, uh, let's ball it all consent. up. Yeah, let's just vomit it on the viewers. Yes. I, yeah. yeah, I am with you on the sentiment. Um, I, we, there's going to have to be some rearrangements made for second season. I really do hope if that they look at this. <laughs> I really hope they look at this and, and, and transform what this uh, show could be. I really feel like they could have done so much with going back in time and kind of giving us maybe yes. two, three episodes of, of to kind of transition us to now, to, to today. It, it, hey, it is what it is. We're here. Um, and as we're talking about this scene, Carrie has to pee. She's peeing into a bottle. It's kind of messy. Um, I do not like the it, it made me uncomfortable. It felt cringy when um, Miranda said to Shay, 
this is the best feeling I've ever had in my life. Oh, I hated that. I didn't understand how we got to best feeling I've ever had in my life. After we got to know Miranda's actual story, actual love story, if anything, I had questions because this is not the Miranda in love and married fought for her marriage that we knew so who is this other Miranda? And that this is of, Rambo. Yes, and this and we line need to of, throw Rambo away. Thank you. We don't need Rambo. And the line of best feeling I've ever had in my life was just so not it. I didn't like it. Um, <laughs> Every episode, they, they give is, us a line that we hate. Yes. Everyone. Yes, I I absolutely agree with that. Um, Shay is late. Uh, and and she kisses Miranda goodbye. Um, she tells her to DM me if you want to chill again the offense this fuck this i i just don't understand and it just felt unnatural (laughs) when she said it too it was like girl just don't um like you have your fingers in my vagina literally like me to dm you i we can't call each other we're not we're not 17 we're not we're not 13 like it's not it it, that's not it (laughs) um miranda goes over to carrie and her reaction is oh you're awake um, uh, I, uh, it was, it was, it was a very much of a disconnect and, and here's where the problem raises. So, um, Carrie brings up, you're having sex in my kitchen. I wet myself. Um, <laughs> Carrie is Good for you, Carrie. very confrontational to Miranda. Carrie yeah. is, 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 is uh, holding her accountable in, in further of a way. I feel like, okay. If I was in Carrie's position, I'd be a little more understanding of my friend. Yes, I feel like my friend disrespected my place. I don't think Charlotte would have never thought about it, about doing something like that. And even Samantha, who is the girl that we know to be so sexually explorative, which I love, she would have never disrespected Carrie's place in this way. So for Miranda to be the one to do this, it was like, fuck this. Like, I'm not with this story. But... Carrie is not taking it lightly as as I would have expected her not to. Um, and she asks her, what what are you doing? You know, she's arguing about the the wet sheets. Um, but but then she's throwing at her like maybe you do have a drinking problem. Um, and that's when we hear Miranda yell it out, I'm unhappy. I hate my marriage, I hate my life. And then she says that this has been going on since forever, which <laughs> Pissed oh, me off. When, when, when was this forever? Because we've been here forever. So when yeah, did yes. this happen? Um, this is the same Miranda, Candace, that ran through the Brooklyn, Brooklyn Bridge to meet Steve in the middle so that they can say goodbye to everything, that all the wrongdoings from the past, and start from a new state. This is the same Miranda that could have thrown it all out. She had the, she had the opportunity, but fought for it. And actually put in the work. And this is the love story that I feel like we got from from the from the original Sex and the City story. And then here comes and just like that's a fucking run of a train through that. Like a whole train. What are they doing? Like, like and you know, it's it's so crazy because they had one of the happiest marriages. Yes. In my opinion, even the happiest relationship on the show. And it's like she cheated on someone that she really genuinely cared about to go back to Steve. We watched her lie about her feelings when she still was in love with Steve after they had Brady. You know, we watched her come to terms with it. Like you just said, we watched her run across the bridge. And you mean to tell me that this person 
who fingered you for a minute, not even, wait, not even, okay, for like 30 seconds, Literally. was the best feeling of your life. And all of a sudden, you realize how you've been unhappy forever. And hates her. The words, you hate I hate it. my marriage, I hate my life. I the, It was the combination of, I hate my marriage, I hate my life since forever. What? No wonder Brady called her a bitch. That's <laughs> not, uh, you know what? Just, no, I'm not going to go as far as the justice for Brady, but at this point, you know what? I see where Brady's coming from. Brady sees this new Rambo lady, and he's like, this is not my mom. You know, fuck this person who's walking around the house. I, <laughs> I, I, yeah, I, it doesn't make me like any of it more. Like, if I already, if I ha went into the show having any issues with it, I now carry even more issues with it. Um, <laughs> she, uh, uh, Carrie responds to her telling her that's not true, which I agree, that's not true. I feel like, like she is losing herself in something. And Carrie, this is the first words that make sense out of Carrie since How, the season yes. started. That's not true. And, and I kind of agree. That's what a friend would have said. Like, wait, but I, it, it's, also invalidating her feelings, which I understand how can be problematic. But at the same time, it's like she knows her well. So getting all this information all of a sudden at the same time, it's like, I just saw you get fingered in my kitchen. And now you're <laughs> telling me you're unhappy by a marriage that I've got, I've known for so long. What happened to Miranda? You know, um, she's telling Miranda's telling Carrie that this isn't enough. Um, and yeah, it, it's a little weird to watch. It, it is. And, you know, it, it it did make me feel sad for especially for Steve, but for Brady as well, yeah. um, because to, to be walking around this unhappy. And she said the only thing that that fulfills her, I think, was the watching. She said, was it watching TV or like whatever, whatever ritual oh. they do? And, and, and I'm just like, OK, this is forced. I'm going to thug it out. Yes. Because I absolutely love the Sex and the City franchise. Absolutely. And I'm here for the show. But the writers clearly have no idea what they're doing. Um, you know, and, and I love that Carrie just, you know, she stopped being mean for a second. And she just let her speak. But but at the same time, what can you really do? What yeah. else is there to really say? I, I think um, Carrie's reaction was validated. But at the same time, I think she did carry it up. But it was it was in a tone of like, well, I don't even know if I'm talking to Miranda right now. You can right. tell that Carrie was pissed off. She was confused, but she was trying to be friendly to her. But it just did not connect because it, what we just seen was way too much. Um, was, I think especially the confrontation between Carrie and Miranda happening immediately after the kitchen scene was, I think, too, too instant, too automatic i i think we it could have waited a little bit but it was too much we got too much in a, such a little bit of time we didn't need it we really didn't need it and and you could tell that when like when you were mentioning earlier about the tweets uh there was um there was a tweet that someone said about um, well, I hate it, but I can't stop watching. And it's how I feel <laughs> about every single one of these scenes that I yes. don't like because I'm like, oh my god, I, but I, wait, I'm a fan. I'm a fan, but I'm not a fan of this. And it's it's just we're gonna. I'm I'm interested also to hear us talk about the se the season in the last episode. I'm interested in hearing what mm -hmm. Candace and Jay have to say about the season after the last episode because yep. we're we're gonna know the whole story. So at that point, I. 
feel like we're going to be able to connect these words that we're saying now to whatever happens at the end. Also, yeah, it, I, sure. will, I will say I have in good faith uh, that um, we are going to get an episode that goes back to Carrie's childhood. I um, hope so. I heard from someone involved in the production that there will be a story told that shows Carrie in her childhood and in, in her teenage years. So I, I when I heard it, I said, can this really happen? But at the same time, I, I, I'm ready for it. I think that could make more sense. I think it could turn us around to the idea of and just like that. So we're going to, I'm like I said, I really want to hear us at that last episode to see what we would have to respond to everything we said throughout the season. Um, and let's stop talking about this fucking scene <laughs> and let's move on to the texting between Samantha and Carrie because I'm over fucking Rambo. Um, <laughs> Carrie. You know, that's a Rambo. Death to Rambo, yeah. Oh my god, yeah. I had to like Death to Rambo. Um, so Samantha Jones did text Carrie back when Carrie texted her about the flowers. Carrie texted her thank you. And Samantha did respond, of course, which I it made me feel so good, Candace, to see a response from Samantha because from what we got in episode one and from what we got in episode three. I was like, they're really working hard to push Samantha out of this. But then we did see that gesture of the flowers in episode two. And we did see a, a kind of like a smoother taking in this episode when when Carrie just kind of naturally throws her name out there. Yes. I really liked reading that, of course, on the text because it told me, okay, she's not disappeared. She's, she's still existent. This is still her number. Carrie can still reach her. It made me feel good. It it made me feel good, but what I didn't like is the whole um, when Carrie says "I miss you," and um, she's oh, typing yeah, and then she, yeah. and then she stops. Yeah, she. And didn't my reply. thing is, that but, is not Samantha. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so before that, Carrie is texting Samantha because she's letting her know that she mentioned her name in the podcast, yes. and and you know Charlotte had expressed her concern, so Carrie felt that she needed to tell her as well. And she texts her that she what she said. And um Samantha's response is it was one of my finest hours. And he this this is Samantha. That is Samantha. That is it is this is Samantha Jones texting her back. I, I can tell it's Samantha. No one can tell me it's not. So I I'm it kind of raises more questions as to okay, so wait, what are you doing with Samantha then? Because She's not not talking to Carrie. I think she's right. She, she's understanding where Carrie's at with her mourn and, and the loss of her husband. So I think Samantha's being understanding. I think she's putting whatever issue if she has aside to be like, okay, wait, I'm going to text her back. Because Samantha could have, with this narrative that they've given us, Samantha could have easily ignored every text. Oh, but yeah. She did text her, of course, to the thank you, and now she's texting her. It was one of my finest hours to put, put it, pulling her diaphragm from her vagina. So, this is Samantha, and I like seeing it. I just question, Candace, what's going to happen with this? What, where are they going? Where are they taking us? Yeah. I, you know, honestly, I hope they take it to a resolution because as much as, you know, I respect Kim, love Kim, and respect her decision to not return to the show, I do like that they've redeemed themselves in that god-awful of storyline of she moved to London yeah. because I fired yeah, her, right? Terrible. Like, I, terrible. I like that we're seeing her more justice for her. 
Um, and I'm excited. I just, I just want it to sound, it sounds like Samantha now, but I want us to really let go of the hoe she fired me. And yes, yeah, Samantha, I miss you back. Like, I want to see yeah. those words back to Carrie that we know Samantha yeah. would definitely say. Even when yeah. Carrie tried to apologize to her in season five, if I'm not mistaken, when she tried to apologize to her for um, all of the issues with the judgment, when, you know, Carrie caught her giving head, she stopped Carrie and she said, stop. Anybody but you. You and I have a perfect friendship and I love it, yeah. right? So... Yeah. I want it to be more natural of what Samantha would write. Keep that going. I'm here for it. You know, I love that they brought her back in some way. And I want I want to see how they foster it. Which I, I did say, I think in episode two or three, I did say I would like there to be some sort of Samantha in some way. Like, like maybe we just hear Carrie's voice on the phone and then she's talking to yes. Samantha or the tax situation. And they did give us that. And it goes back to as much as I like this, it goes back to what I said about the writers are not talking to each other. There was a yes. one Samantha in episode one and two. There was a different Samantha in episode three. And this is a different Samantha in episode five. So I do not think that there's a, a great communication between the people writing the, the episodes, but this one felt like it did Samantha justice. I feel like we, we saw what made sense for us to see in the, in the narrative of Samantha. I agree. But, but yeah, those questions are still there. And I do have something for you in the after show because I did tweet something about what would be my ideal co like return for for Samantha. So I'm going to get I'm going to give that to you when we get over to the after show. That's going to be here fun to talk about it. Um yeah, so like you said, um Carrie Texture, I miss you and uh, you can see that she was typing something samantha and she deleted it um I, i'm very familiar with this feeling when you type something up <laughs> that you know you want to send and then you say you know what i'm not gonna send it so yes. whatever feeling was going through it i would like for it to be explored i know we're probably Me not too. gonna get to see that but um yeah it, it, it's where we're at it's it's now their relationship and i think we just kind of like have to adapt to it um i won't accept it as my as the as my samantha carrie relationship but it's what we're watching so yeah it, we it's, what, go it's what we have to deal with yeah right? it's the cards we're dealt so true and and it could have been worse right yeah like they it, I, I, yes i will you know what i will take that so it i'll give been them worse. i'll throw them a bone you yes. know um and then we move over to Miranda. Miranda's at home, and uh, she's listening to Chase podcast to Chase uh, comedy show. Actually, um, she's listening to her stand up, and as she's listening, she's making a drink. And uh, while she's making the drink, she sees—is it on her email that she sees this? Yes, it, it was. Um, did you enjoy? Your purchase. I think it was an email. Yeah. So she sees that in her email that she actually did order the book. The book she's been so upset about Char Charlotte ordering for her. It was her who drunk ordered it. And um, I felt for, for Miranda during this time, be during this moment, because first of all, I've been there where I've drunk shopped. I've drunk purchased. Um, I But. In this case, she is experiencing some sort of issues with her drinking. Um, yes. So it's, I think what happened when she saw that email, because she said, I wonder what else I've drunk ordered. Um, yes. When she, I think when she saw that email, it was sort of like a revelation. So, 
oh wait, well, so Charlotte wasn't all that wrong, and and maybe Carrie was onto something when they were bringing this up. So. Her immediate reaction is, of course, to flush the alcohol, which pissed me the fuck off. I, I never <laughs> wanted the alcohol flush down the drain, but I guess it was for good reasons. What? Do you know how much that cost? I know, I know. I it, it just pains me to see that, but um, she did it for good reason, and and I I felt for this Miranda in this scene. It was a disconnected Miranda from everything that just ha- that happened in this episode and episodes before. So. I wonder if this is going to be the spin. I wonder if this is going to be the take that kind of like puts her back in the, in the, in the, in her right direction, whatever that may be. Cause I, I, at this point, I don't know. So, <laughs> they don't even know. The writers don't even know. <laughs> I know. I feel like they're just kind of like, Hey, we'll figure it out after, after we see the reaction to this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's a joke. That's a joke. But um, yeah, it was interesting to see th- how this played along because um, I, I understand what the struggle with alcohol means. I understand what it looks like when you look at it in the mirror and for her to be faced with it in a place where she thought that she was feeling happy when it's actually like, no, it's just that you're under so much influence of alcohol that you're just kind of like enjoying the ride. Um, I, I want to see what, what this turns into because this is episode five this is the the half point of the season and i feel like now from episode six on we're going to get to see an elevation of each of the stories because now we know where we're at the first half of the season told us where we're at this is where they're standing this is the 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 permanency of each of the characters so i think in episode six they should take the opportunity to kind of like take us to okay so what are you bringing next i want to say i have a lot of hope (laughs) <laughs> for Miranda. Um, but I I don't know. I hope whatever comes next, I hope they do it justice. Um, I hope they're taking their t- well, I mean, they've already done it. So who knows? It might be a shit show the next one, but I don't know, Jane. I don't know. Yeah, I I, I agree with you. Um I'm uh, I'm not that I'm excited, but it's it's always kind of like mm. You know, I don't want to get overly excited yeah. because I don't want to set myself up for failure, which I've done every single episode. Yeah. No, no, no. I absolutely agree with you. I understand your feeling because I think we – okay, here's here's what I see. We went into the, the expectations of the show back in January. We were excited, and at the same time, we it was it was a feeling of like, oh, my God. Yes, I'm going to watch. I feel like when we started seeing the shots of them filming throughout New York City, we were like, oh, my God, they started filming. You know, yes. it, got, it got us hyped in, in in such a way where we were like, I'm waiting for this to drop. And then it dropped and and it was and it flopped. like an adjustment. Well, yes. You know what? I, <laughs> I will. I will. I will take that. It, it flopped it, because it, we were seeing. It was unexpected what we were seeing. It wasn't. We we very early on realized that this is not the show that we signed up for. But we have to watch because we're already in this. So we we you know. I feel like us as fans were we're kind of we were in that first two episodes. We were kind of like, okay, well, okay, it's a little, it's different, but it's it's still we'll know. And as the episodes have gone along, we're still having so many questions as to. I'm still not ready. I'm still not adjusted. I feel like we should have by now been a little more settled than we're not. No. Um, 
But but here's anyways. Hoping. Yeah, here's to hoping, right? Um, in, in order to close this all out, um, Carrie and Charlotte are at the physical therapy office, and um. Uh, Charlotte is talking to Carrie about their meeting at the school and how um, Harry thinks that the school is overreacting. Um, and Charlotte brings up the, but what if we're underreacting? And <laughs> it's, it's, it, I like Carrie's response as to like, when the hell have you ever underreacted? Because you and I have right. talked about how, how Charlotte is very much this, you know, hey, over the top situation when it comes to like life matters. She's a um, definition of overreacting. Yes, but then she lands on uh, we should just listen, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and they that's when they address the rose, rock, and the their pronouns uh, situation. Um, and I like I said, I do think this episode was all over the place, but I guess it ended on this good note, the 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 conversation of rock. And so we can only wait and see what happens. And um as they're they're wrapping up their conversation, in comes Travis, the physical oh, therapist. So damn cute. <laughs> and he is- um, yeah, he's he really is sexy. He's he's very good looking at at the moment. I love how the the camera captured him walking in. It was like this dreamy, you know, sequence of like, "Hi, I'm Travis." And right. It, it was capturing, you know what I mean? He's very beautiful and I love on the screen and Carrie was very much like, "Fuck this. Bye, Charlotte. I'm in." <laughs> <laughs> um, I um Travis asked uh Carrie what her goal is and she's like to get back into heels. And that was that. <laughs> he was like, so that was okay, her- but what's your goal? To yeah. get back into heels. Yeah, he's like, I don't think I've ever heard that one before, but hey, it's Carrie. We're you know, we're here, so it's it's that's literally her life goal. Um I was interested to see if the health insurance conversation was also going to be one of those things that they were going to like sprinkle in. Oh, it's 2021. We're woke. We're going to talk about health insurance. But <laughs> thank God they didn't, though. Yes, thank you, thank you, thank you. And it sounds bad that we're saying that, but thank God that they didn't because it would have been like, oh, here's the next thing. Here's another. Right. We already got and the Amazon. Knows I'm struggling with my health insurance right now. Like, that's a very important conversation Absolutely. for this day and age, but not on this show. I can't take anything else. I really can't take nothing else thrown at me. <laughs> yes, because I, because I feel that they're not addressing serious conversations and properly. I'd rather they just sit this one out. Correct. So You're right. When the girl was like, "Um, oh, your your health insurance actually doesn't cover Travis, it, and it covers some other guy that just didn't look like Harry would be interested." Um, she she goes, "Well, I'll pay out of pocket for Travis," and um. <laughs> And she goes, Travis, it is. But I, th- I immediately when she said, oh, your health insurance doesn't cover Travis, I said, oh, they're, oh, here it goes. They're going to have a conversation about health insurance and it's going to be a, but they kind of like breezed off of it. So I, I was glad that they didn't step in there. But can I also say something? Um, first of all, Big was a financier. Money up the wazoo. How does your health insurance not cover this fine ass, expensive PT like when when they said that in my head I'm like wait a minute shouldn't she have like excellent health insurance 
Thank like, you. look who her husband was. Like, that's me. I mean, granted, you know, that's neither here nor there. But that's just where my brain went. No, I'm when they said that, I'm like, what kind of rinky-dink health insurance do you have? Yes, because Carrie she, Preston. Even when Seema asked her about, well, where's your chiropractor? She's like, you know, I don't have one of those. It's like, you don't? After being married for with to, to Big for all this time, you don't? Like, it, I think they're <laughs> painting her to be back to Carrie. You know what? Yeah. It just hit me. I I think the writers saw a few episodes of the show, of the show, of the show that we know, and were like, oh, I know Carrie. And then kind of wrote in what they saw in, in like five or six episodes. I don't think these writers are fans. I don't think these, these writers watch every episode, watch no. the movie. I think they're just like, oh, I saw three episodes of it. I can write this and just kind of like threw it at us because that's exactly what it is. There's no way that you've been a fan since 98. I've been a fan since 98 because the TV used to babysit me when I had zero clue what was going on. And I've been a diehard fan since 1998 till now. If you go into my bedroom right now, what is playing? Sex in the City. I saw that on the show. Yes, it's a show like. I can rewatch me and my me and one of my good friends counted by the time we were in ninth grade, we had I'm sorry, 10th grade. We had seen every Sex in the City episode over 20 times. Oh, my. that was 10th grade. Like, how old are you in 10th grade? You're 15. I'm 31. Don't play with me. They needed to have me in the writer's room. Yeah. Okay. Or me as a consultant. You know what? Right? I will throw that out there. If anyone involved in the production is hearing this, yes. uh, which which I will say I know for a fact that one is, um, uh, I do want to throw in Candace's name in there in the hat because Candace's theories every single time are like shocking to me because usually I come up with like, oh, this could have been this. But whenever I hear Candace throw in a, a, a what if, I'm like, oh, my God, that makes sense. I would have absolutely loved to watch that. So if you're if anyone is listening, Candace is a girl to hire for the writing for second Please season. Do. I will vote for her. Please do. Thank you, Jay. You are so supportive. Please <laughs> do. And, you know, I'm going to throw that. On Twitter somewhere. I'm gonna make oh my God, party. yes. Yes, we're going to start a Higher campaign. Candace. Don't worry. We got you. We got you. <laughs> um, so the episode closes w- three months later with Carrie and, in her closet wearing her heels, which means she achieved her goal. Um, three months after? I mean, a waste, a waste of an outfit. Fuck, I mean, like, we- like, they just threw it at us for a second, but a beautiful outfit. And then beautiful. we're like, oh, we're not going to tell you what happened in the last three months, but she's in heels. And, but but that's the same, excuse my French, fuckery that we have been seeing, like, this big time, like, yep. time loop. And it's like, okay, so are we going to talk about what happened? So much can happen in three months. Mm-hmm. And I get it, right? Like, they don't want to keep doing Carrie's recovery I totally get that. But that was so fast. The same way everything is happening so fast. Or they could have jumped to three months next episode. They, I hope they talk about, like, what transpired in three months. Because I know Rock has made some breakthroughs. Brady is probably on the verge of, you know, at his first sonogram appointment. Right? Like, so many things can happen. Um, Steve, Who knows? Who knows? Steve is probably in, a, you know, bedridden in a home somewhere. Girl, yeah. Not. So, so if the next episode <laughs> does go off three months after, I'm going to be upset. I'm going to be very upset <laughs> because I, I feel like you already skipped a lifetime. 
And now yes. you're just gonna play with our minds and just skip months in one same yes. episode. Fuck you. Like, no, yes. like be true to what you're doing. Like, like pay attention to the artistry. I feel like they wanted to put together a show so bad that they're like, well, we have it. We got a budget. We got the studio. So, you know, now we're just going to give you whatever the fuck we're going to give you. And you know what? We're not here for it. The fans no, are, not at the all. Fans are, are, are speaking <laughs> out and they're letting them know, like, this is not what we signed up for. So they better get it right for the upcoming season. I hope so. <laughs> um, and that closed up the episode. That was pretty much it. Um, I do have to, I do have to say I didn't enjoy the episode. There were enjoyable parts of the episode, but I didn't have fun watching it. It was sort of like a it was sort of like a a, a trying to figure it out situation, and I just wanted to watch a good episode, which I did not get. Yeah, I'm gonna. I, I liked it more than you did. But um, it's it's not like a a love, right? Yeah. Like I, Natasha's episode to me is still my favorite at this point. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's the closing to this recap. Um, we hope you guys definitely um enjoyed listening to our show. Whatever our listeners are feeling, please tweet us at reversionize underscore fp. We want to hear more from you guys. We love to hear it. We love to engage with you all. And, you know, we, we've developed this nice little um, honesty thing going on Twitter. So I want to keep that up. Yes, I do like your engagement with the fans on Twitter, Candace. I love reading <laughs> whatever you tweet from the account. I love seeing it because it's it's always something like, but you know what? I'm thinking this right now. And I... <laughs> I really, I really appreciate that. So, guys, follow us on Twitter. Um, continue to listen to our podcast. We appreciate um, you guys being involved in the conversation. And we're going to continue to have this conversation. Uh, for the first time this week, we're launching our after show, which you're going to get to hear a different take on what we our, our thoughts are on the episodes. We're not recapping the episode. So we have a few questions that we want to ask. And we're going to throw in some of the conversations that you guys have started on Twitter. So I really hope you guys get to tune in thank you so much for all of your appreciation and all of all of your engagement with us we will do our best to continue it yes and that concludes our recap and we will see you guys next time